Welcome back, Buff Nation. We back for another episode of Buffing Prime. It's your guy, CT the fan, alongside T Cal. Let's get after it, bro. All right. So we got some news for y'all. After we did our fan duel video and I ran to Tennessee to do my bet for the over and under on wins, which was four and a half wins at the time. FanDuel has updated their odds. So I don't know if y'all went crazy and started betting and pushed the odds, but they have now changed the regular season wins, the over-under to five and a half from four and a half. And before it was, they had us as the favorite to get over four and a half. Now they have us as the underdog to get over five and a half. And another thing they changed is before they let a max bet of $4,300. Now it's just $2,400. So I think FanDuel's catching wind to their mistake and they're trying to, I think these <laughs> odds are going to keep creeping up as we get closer and closer to the season. I think they'll probably end with it around seven and a half, which obviously if you've been watching us. You know that we expect 10 wins minimum. But Right. So I, so I still think this is a solid, solid bet. I'm not, this is not financial advice. I'm not telling you what you should do. I'm just saying even at over five and a half and you get the plus odds now, I still think this this is something you really need to look at. Yeah, um, definitely not telling y'all what to do with your money or what to bet. We just want to show y'all what people are viewing Colorado in 2024 as, which is still disrespectful. Right. We're only going to get five wins in a conference that has the worst defenses that Shador is going to have his way with. And we're a much better team. It's just crazy. So we just want to show y'all how people are viewing Colorado because I've seen people in the comments saying nobody hates on Colorado and this and that. This is clear. Yeah, we're, this is clear. We're returning this a is lot the of proof in the dogs. This is clear. Absolutely. Yeah. So this is something crazy, but we're gonna actually show you how disrespectful it really gets with this. So <laughs> this is DraftKings. These are the Heisman odds. They have. I don't know if you guys can see right here. Nico, whatever his name is, true freshman quarterback at Tennessee. He played in the ball game this past year, and that was it. He is at plus 2,500 odds. And if we go way down here, we see Shadur at plus 4,500, who had 31 touchdowns last year through 3,200 yards. Please do your own research and really look at this. This is this could be crazy one of those ones that they have Nico over 2,000 more favorited than Shador Sanders. He's played one college football game. Shador is proven on the college football stage. Right. Not to mention these other names. And what's crazier is Shador's right here. I didn't have enough room in the screenshot to get to where they have Travis. Travis is way further down here. So saying that a true freshman quarterback from Tennessee is going to be a better quarterback or better football player than Shador, than Travis Hunter, who, again, are proven on this stage as dogs, is the ultimate disrespect. Hold on, I don't, I, I don't care about Heisman odds at all because it doesn't mean much, but uh-huh. the fact that they just keep disrespecting Shador and Travis, man, it's insane. It really I'm is. I'm about to go jump in my car and drive to Tennessee. <laughs> I got to see what them Travis odds hitting for. <laughs> it, no, it, and, and, I, it is the total disrespect. I mean, look, I, I say do your own research, but look at this. Shador, I mean, look at the numbers. And he put it up against TCU. But now he's going to have an offensive line. Like, and he's, you know, he's prime. You know, he's going to go Brady mode. I, that, I, 31 touchdowns. Yes. I think three interceptions and 3,200 yards. And he really played 10 games. And he and, got sacked 52 times, America. Yeah. We're, we're still line in the country. So, so, so this is showing you that this isn't this. us making up 
people disrespecting right. Colorado or hate towards Shador and hate towards Travis. This is how Vegas views Colorado. This is how America really views Colorado. And that's what makes us even more passionate as fans for Colorado is a, they really think that we're the bad news bears. Right. So right, it's up right. to coach prime, the team to really go out, grind this off season and show, Hey, we're here. We're legit. No, I I completely agree. And um, like all the, all the moves and stuff he's made, I'm even more like, Hey, yo, this, this is a pretty good bet. Like this, this, this is something you guys want to look at. Um, so hey, pay close attention because the numbers are going to change drastically after week one. And speaking of what we have to do in the off season, I want to go through our top top players we're most excited to see in spring ball. So CT, we're going to start with you. Let's run through your list of who you're excited to see this spring. So look. All right, Buff Nation, you guys know me. I always felt like we are the offensive line and defensive line away from a national championship. I'm just going to be honest. So I'm starting off with that left tackle, Jordan Seaton, because I need him to keep Shadour upright. You know what I'm saying? Protect that blind side. You know, you give Shadour time, he's already shown. I will pick apart your defense like it's nothing. Mm. So Jordan Seaton is definitely my number one. Now, I'm staying on the line, going down to center. Your Kiri Walker from UConn. Now that he's a Colorado buff, I like this guy because he's played multiple positions along the line. So he brings versatile. So, I mean, hey, you know, once that line get in rhythm, and like I said, you can protect Shadur, it's problems for any defense. Not it's going to be a game changer. Defense. Exactly. It's going to be a game changer. That's always been my thing. So um, number three is the linebacker. You know, I mean, I'm curious to see what this linebacker core. I'm not going to push too much on this because yeah. we still haven't got our defensive coordinator yet. Coach Prime, mm-hmm. you make us wait, buddy. But uh, I'm anxious to see, you know what I'm saying? And then the tight end. I think the tight end could be special for Shador. I, I, I think uh, I think this is good. I think this is uh, he's going to be a great addiction uh, coming out of Cincinnati. I think this kid is going to ball. I think – I mean, I look and at we're gonna all do a, these weapons. We're going to do a specific breakdown on Shaman Mateo. It's funny. Mm-hmm. People are in the comments. Uh, only a couple people talking trash about his stats and stuff like that. But what people don't understand is you have to be in the right system, especially right. as a tight end, to where you can be used to the best of your ability and have a great quarterback throwing you the ball that's you know looking to get you open. I mean, we saw that in the NFL. Uh, if you look at Greg Olson's career before Cam Newton got there, uh, and when he was in Chicago to when Cam Newton was with Greg Olson and how his stats changed. So Shaman Mateo physically checks off everything that you want as a tight end, as a pass catcher, as far as blocking the run game. He's just a physical specimen. So really want to be able to see what he can do on a high powered offense with a quarterback throwing the ball to him. Because I think he can be a really good vertical threat, but mm-hmm. he wasn't used like that in Cincinnati. Jordan Seaton, uh, Yakari Walker. We don't have enough in the top five to fit everyone we want in this spring. <laughs> yeah, like, right, right, we right. We want right. to see – we're so excited to see a lot of them. But I know that you said and I said as well, we're really curious about our quarterback situation as right. far as past Shador. So how you feel about Walter Taylor? You think he is – he's the number two? You think he's going to do it? I have zero idea. All we right. have very limited film on him and Wade, so I really don't know what to expect, which is why – that makes me even more excited is because, hey, we have a spring ball where we're actually going to be able to see them playing and going against the number one defense and everybody getting a ton of reps. So we're going right. to see both sides of 
that versus during the season you don't get to see much but through the spring well hopefully we get to see him during the season too (laughs) yeah if he goes away during the season yeah because we win a lot of blowout games yeah, so we're not so we we're gonna actually gonna dedicate our full segment to do these backup quarterbacks because I think we do mm-hmm. need to introduce them to the nation. So, but this is just a breeze run through. But check out that top mm-hmm. five, screenshot it, like, comment, you know, drop an opinion. And if there's a player you want us to cover, drop his name in the comment. We'll get to him. Absolutely. So I'm gonna run through mine. So mine number one, bro. You know, since last <laughs> yeah. year, I cannot wait to see Alton McCaskill. <laughs> I've been waiting forever to see him in game mode and we're going to check out some film of him because he is a dog number two (laughs) jordan seaton physically he has the size to start day one and a lot of high schoolers aren't able to do that coming Mm -hmm. straight out like he's massive so i really want to see how he performs in the spring against these new pass rushers that we talked about in one of our previous videos because he's going to have that competition also the really good thing about jordan seaton this year versus had it been last year mm-hmm. is there's a lot of seasoned veterans on that offensive line with him like right. Khalil Benson, Yakari right. Walker who have already played at this level who he can learn from and continue to grow from. Then Lejante Wester. <laughs> Mr. Speedster. He had over 100 catches last year and then had over a thousand receiving yards. So being able to see him get, mm-hmm. I expect him to be a starter. Um, right. Unfortunately I, I love Jimmy Horn but I think LeJounte is going to lock down that slot position. So it's going to be a battle between him and Jimmy Horn through the spring and probably through fall camp. So I'm very interested to see. I'm excited to see your number three. I'm excited to see LeJounte and see what he does on special teams. Cause I think we we got to, we can't, we can't forget about special teams and how important that position, how important that is. Absolutely. And then we got number four, you know me, I'm a DB. So I got to have a DB (laughs) on here. I'm very critical of DBs because I know how everything's supposed to look as far Mm -hmm. as feet, as far as hand placement, which Mm -hmm. hand you're punching with, where he's reading in certain coverages and where his eyes are. So I'm really excited to see Cormani McClain. I'm going to be watching him really close. I'm going to be doing film breakdowns of him as we get more film through the spring. And I'm excited to see him grow into that role and take that huge step from year one to year two alongside Travis Hunter. I was going to ask you and that. Then, you, you look forward for him to be starting on the other side of Travis, right? It's his position to lose. We will be at our best if he turns into the player I expect him to and he's starting alongside gotcha. Travis. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Then number five. Now, this was a tough one for me. So I put Okanola on here, but I also could have put Quincy Wiggins I'm really right. or BJ Green. Right. I'm really excited to see what those edge guys are going to do. Other than Jordan Dominic, we did not have that edge presence that we really need as far as getting to the quarterback, disrupting things. But we're going to have that now. So I really want to see who emerges or if they all emerge as that top guy in spring ball. No, I, I agree with you on that. I mean, you know, what the pass rush, if you get that pass rush going, it's going to do wonders for the defense. Great yeah, things so, for the secondary. So I, I like these are that. our top five. There's a lot of other guys that aren't on this list. So don't get mad at us. There's a lot more people that we want to see and want to check out going into the spring and then last we're gonna close out with that guy man the one i've been telling you about forever mr mccaskill man so this is him as a true freshman at houston where he just ran rampant i can see the ap comparisons because he just runs right just Just running just if you just watch him it screams ap the way right yeah he just runs straight up 
ran straight up and down. But when it right. came time for contact, he'd lower that shoulder on you and get busy. And yeah. Let's see. Well, I expect big things out of him. We got two of those offensive linemen that he brought with him. <laughs> so, I, yeah, exactly. So as a freshman, he had 18 touchdowns. That's crazy. 18. And you can see he is a low to handle. He's coming off a knee injury that had had him redshirt wow. for his sophomore season. And then last year, he was just coming off of it. Wasn't fully who he wanted to be. So mm -hmm. he was under that four game mark. So was able to redshirt. But if you look at the way he run, he's patient and he makes some amazing cuts. And as soon as he gets through the hole, he explodes. Yeah, I, I like, see that. Yeah, I could definitely see that. And I grew up running back was my main position. High school, I was a running back. I've seen everybody's take. I was all American at running back. It's it really looks like Adrian Peterson. Like I'm not just saying that. Yeah, no, like, yeah, I'm looking at it too. Look I'm at like, that cut dog. Oh my god, hold on, we gotta go back. Like this AP. cut is crazy, like absolutely crazy. And he did that cut in the hole. Let me go to the first part of the play first, so you can see the whole thing. So watch this cut he makes in the backfield to a blitzer Oof. and then explodes through the hole and you see him start stepping and separating in the secondary. Most and running backs cannot make this cut on any level. That's wild. Watch this. Jump cut, explode through the seam, pick them knees up and run. He's going to be great. And as you can see here, he can also catch out of the backfield. So that's going to be a great weapon for Shadur. He's going to take a lot of pressure off Shadur. Mm -hmm. And I expect him to have a monster season in the Big 12. He's in an offense that everyone's going to be worried about the pass. It's right. going to open up huge lanes for him. He has a new and improved offensive line. And by far the most excited I am to see a player in the spring and for the season, for that matter, is Alton McCaskill. So he's that guy. Bro, he's I'm pumped, man. I I, I don't want to talk about you. No like more. he's the dog on the offense, huh? Him. Man, you know, he Coach Ron, he's the dog. Huh? We gonna keep his real, keep them receipt. <laughs> he's primed for a big season. Coach Prime even said that he prefers running backs that are around five eight, five nine, five ten, like bowling ball types. Mm -hmm. So for him to break out of his mold to go get Alton, because Alton's big, he's like six one, I think two twenty. Yeah, because I'm like, but man, he's, to, he's definitely a yeah, big dude. yeah. No, you're not short. No. So for him to break out of his mold and want to go get him shows how special of a player he is. And had we had a fully healthy Alton McCaskill last year, that alone changes games completely as far as the dynamic and how defenses were able to play us. So he, along with, I mean, we have a lot to improve on, the D-line, the O-line, but this is a key cog that is going to push us forward and help us win a lot of games in the Big 12 and push us to the playoffs. And I like it. And I like seeing all that size he got because it's like he's going to wear down the defense. It's kind of like Derrick Henry. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> them defense you can hit him in the first quarter, but exactly. second quarter is not going to be as fun. Mm -mm. Third quarter, you're sick of it. And fourth quarter, right. you don't want no parts of it. So, yeah, I definitely think. And then with the two-headed monster with him and Dylan, right. to where you're getting Dylan out in space, it's going to be lovely. I can't wait till the NCAA video game comes out. Boy, I'm going to run it up on people in Colorado. <laughs> I'm about we, to go crazy. We, that I, we got to get to Tennessee and go put that Shadur Heisman back. <laughs> so I'm like, right, man, because yeah. the more yeah. like you start talking about these weapons, but I like to come back and say, you know, if the offensive line is what I'm expecting it to be, mm -hmm. I look, look, I'm gonna be honest with you, there's really no limit to what this team can do, bro. No limit, no Shadur might throw for 5,000, like that's what I'm saying. There's 5, no 000, limit 50 plus touchdowns. It 
it can be a special season. So we're talking about in. uh Travis and Shadur up on the Heisman. You might have Travis Shadur and all. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you just don't know. I mean, it's Will Shepard, like right. You Dejounte, just don't right. know, right? It can come from anywhere. So it's gonna be a really exciting season. We're gonna get to more highlights and more breakdowns of these players. We are still waiting on for that the defense coordinator to be announced. What's uh, up, we're Coach Brown? Let's announced that. today because mm-hmm. I'm getting ready to leave the country. So we really wanted to get a video out today. But if something does pop up later today, um, one of us might have to go solo and get a video out so just so we can get a breakdown for you guys. But make sure y'all like, comment, share, and subscribe. We appreciate all the new love to the channel. And yes, man, we appreciate it. Thank you. We're putting this content out. And uh, if you guys do jump on that fan duel, if you do jump on that DraftKings, <laughs> yeah, let us know. Let yeah. us know. Show them yeah. receipts. Yeah, let know? us like, know. Let us know. I mean, it's, it's going to be great to see later in the season. When, uh, Colorado's 10 and 0 or 12 and 0 going into the Big 12 championship. And we get to look back at when they didn't hey, think we'd win more than four. You, games. Speaking on that, you know what I'm saying? And I was listening to Coach Pryor talk about it. You know, they're going in there. And I'm like, man, you know, you, you, work, you, you start with North Dakota State, even though they come here. But that mm-hmm. that back to back rivalry game between Nebraska and uh, Colorado State, I, I think that's great. I think you're throwing your team in the fire right away early because yeah. you get through that. You know what I'm saying? You you get through that, and, and ideally, it's gonna be might not be a pretty game, but you're gonna play from the doves. Eric, it could be. Just don't know rivals, right? But you just don't yeah. know rivalries, right? And then to have back to back rivalries on the road and tell me, and I'm gonna let everybody know. I know it's gonna be a blowout on both. I'm just gonna let and, you know. It's going to be hostile like a muck because oh, they're yeah. coming to boo Colorado. You know, yeah. they're coming to boo Coach Prime. So, But I saw last year mm-hmm. the Nebraska fans didn't travel deep to Colorado. Right. Colorado's <laughs> going to travel deep to Nebraska this year. And Colorado State. Yeah. yeah. We have a yeah. lot to be excited about. So, yeah, I'm really excited for those games. I think they're going to be blowouts. Last year versus Colorado State, we did mm-hmm. not handle business and make that a personal game how it should be. We need to embarrass them. So that's what <laughs> tell, tell the nation about that bet. You want to put that defensive bet in. Oh, my that, gosh. That yes. Score. I tried to bet on the first score to be the defense. They didn't let me do it. They said it was unavailable. I'm watching the game. And they were backed up. They punted the ball from, like, their own five. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a block punt. They're about to right. score. Didn't happen. Then Shiloh gets a pick. They say he didn't catch it. So I'm like, man. Then the next play, Shiloh, pick six. So, yeah, that one. That was a tough one. I, I it was a ten dollar bet to win seven hundred dollars. You so. hear that, Buff Nation? You hear that? Yeah, this guy knows what yeah. he's talking about. But and he also nah, puts his money no. where his mouth is. It's great. Hey, hey, don't take any of my stuff for any betting <laughs> advice. We're just telling you guys the odds, just to show the disrespect. Um, if you guys want to bet, hey, go for it. But we're not in any way it's trying entertainment. to entertainment. It, it makes you it makes you uh, makes the game a little bit funner. It's entertainment. It does. Yeah, yeah it does. But yeah, so we're. We'll be checking back in with y'all again. Make sure y'all share this so more people can see this. All the Colorado fans, shoot, send it to some Colorado haters so they can yes. check out what's going on. Let, let them bring that energy because they're going to be there everywhere anyway. Let, let them bring yeah. it. They're more than welcome. All is welcome Please. to the Buff and Prime. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, we'll holla at y'all. Make sure y'all like, comment, and uh, comment below how many wins y'all expect and who y'all think are the top five players to look out for this spring. And we'll see y'all soon. We're out.